When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. out of Jared Smith. Uh, previously, we got Cam Stewart uh, coming in right now. Cam, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, guys, it's been a great start for uh, the NFC North picks, and you got to love DeAndre Swift uh, slipping to the second round there. I love the pick for Detroit. With on Johnson carrying the load there, and he got banged up, then you have a change of, back, a change of pace back like Swift. That's something Matt Stafford needs, some dump-offs, elusive speed, Great move. This guy should have been a first-round talent, but we talk about the running back slipping, guys. I love the situation. Good on Detroit. They still have a lot of work to do, but uh, I like the pick. And for Chicago, Cole Komet, he was my first tight end take, and I have him in some parlays. I was telling you, Mike, Dane, and Ariel, uh, some books let you parlay a couple guys, right? So right now I got Cole Komet in, like, everything uh, with McKinney. That hit and a couple others uh, on the way. So a great start from the betting for the second round. This guy's an absolute monster. And, uh, you know, I was really hoping uh, my boy Chase Claypool will be drafted soon, Mike. I just, I, I don't know what it is about this kid. There's just, I think he's so special. Eight touchdowns in the last four games in the collegiate career. I'm going to let Dane doesn't do want anyone up. to get, he doesn't want you to tell anyone about who he's thinking him. Don't Sorry, Dane, I let the cat out of the bag. It's a don't big cat. Claypool again because my Jets pick in a couple of picks and I okay. want them to get a wide receiver, whether that's Claypool or KJ Hamler at a Penn State. But I want to go back to what you mentioned about DeAndre Swift, Cam. You talked about him as a change of pace back with on Johnson already there in Detroit. Do you view him as a change of pace back? Or because going into this draft, many people thought that Swift had three down potential to be a workhorse somewhere in the NFL. Do you think he's just part of a committee or might he leapfrog Carry on Johnson? I don't know about that because I still think Carry on Johnson from Auburn's a good back, guys, and he's the type of guy that can pound you where I see Swift. You're right, Dane. He's he's got that frame, but I see a lot more dumping, receiving, the Albert Kamara role, the McCaffrey role with him. You can tell, no, I'm just saying. Hey, he's going to run the ball, but he's electrifying in open space. That's what I'm saying. So you have on Johnson that can eventually wear you down if the Lions ever have a lead. And then you have this back, too. So I think it gives Matt Patricia, Matt Stafford especially, a couple of options to really change up the offense. And remember one thing, uh, the Lions, they might have uh, some uh, decent receivers, but none of these guys are under contract after next year. So I think a little bit later they're going to have to get a receiver, guys.
agree. Cam, we always focus on the skills players. However, it's the guys up front that help make things happen. How much could you see the Detroit Lions going offensive line somewhere down the line here? Because now you have your running back, yet the running game never seemed to get going, no matter who it was out of the backfield. Yeah, you said it, Ariel. Detroit's got a lot of problems. What are we going to do with the running back position? Ezra Cleveland, maybe? A guy that we really, really like, too, who could play guard. Uh, Cushenberry from LSU. Yeah, he's kind of a killer. Like, you know, I think he's kind of an underrated player on a very good team. But, you know, a lot of their offensive players got all the hype. So, yes, the Lions still need to address the offensive line. I really think they need a a another receiver, too, despite having skilled players. But it's an interesting uh, – and I'll tell you one thing. They might go after this quarterback. I don't know what's going to happen a little bit later uh, with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has a great relationship with the Lions staff. Remember, senior day, they worked with this guy. They had extra interviews with him. I don't know. I told you I thought Tua could be drafted by this team, but I'm obviously crazy. But getting Hurts, you know, maybe in the third round, that's something I think is a little more viable, and then he could play under Stafford because they need to back up quarterback. Our boy, Mr. Plow. My yeah. name is Mr. Bow. Yeah, he's not, uh, he's, hey, he looked good for a quarter, but let's get real, people. We need somebody else as a backup instead of I Mr. Plow. I actually Plough. want to touch on Jalen Hurts because he's been one of the quarterbacks that has had one of those few odds where you can pick which round Jalen Hurts would go in. He was actually favored to go in round four a couple of weeks ago. Now he's favored to go in round two at minus 235. Could you see there being a trade for him in the second round here? I don't know. They said they had a link to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Apparently, they really like him, too. That and I think that, that might be a very good fit. But I'll tell you also, I have plus money at uh, Hertz going in the third and fourth round instead of, instead of the second, right? So the four, him in the fourth round was plus 580. I thought that was insane value right there. So we'll Is see what happens. that 870 today? Woo! Yeah, no, I couldn't believe it. Like, Guys, you know, I was doing the show with Morenci earlier when we were breaking down the first round, and I couldn't believe the way the odds Tua moved. These draft props are crazy. It went from minus 200 down to minus 145. My eyes like, ee, ee, like a cartoon. I was going bananas. I click, 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 and then I'm sitting there going, he's got to be the second quarterback taken, right? Uh, so we got an update here. Good stuff out of you, Cam. We're going to talk to you again a little bit later tonight. The Bears obviously have another pick coming up shortly, so good stuff there. We'll talk a little bit more about the Lions later, too, how they can maybe get out from under Matt Stafford's contract, but it's going to take a while to do that. So thanks for that, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. You got it, guys. Talk to you soon. So uh, Cleveland takes Grant Delpit here, safety out of LSU. So, uh, Dane, I, I, I um, do that, you know, in his in his last season, I thought he was a first round talent as well. In some places, I thought the Chiefs may take a gamble on him, 32 overall. But listen, I like Cleveland going on the defensive side of the ball here. They've gotten all the bells and whistles on on offense. They even went and got the offensive lineman to protect Baker Mayfield. Now they go on the other side of the ball and address defense. Think about the quarterbacks in that division. Think about what they are going to have to do on in the past defense, I kind of like this pick. Ariel, they were projected to go defense, I would imagine, with their next pick, correct? Are you saying the Browns, right? Cleveland. Yeah, so the Browns not only were favored at minus 210 to go defense, they were favored at minus 200 to take a safety with their next pick in the draft. Yeah, so safety isn't surprising. Now, the Browns have been reshuffling at safety with Carl Joseph and Anderson Dejo. But they could use this upgrade. I think it was a good move by the Browns. Up next is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They pick at number 45, and it looks as though their pick is in. It's going to be very interesting for Tampa Bay. You know, they have been maneuvering a lot. Got Tom Brady the tackle that he wanted. Ariel, as we look to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what are the odds for where they may go? What would be the chalk for Tampa Bay at this next pick? Interestingly enough, Dane, running back is where the odds are saying that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could go at plus 140. It looks as if offenses were their favorite at minus 186 going into tonight's draft. Defense was in plus money, plus 144. Not a huge jump there. However, it's looking offense, which it doesn't surprise me, Dane, because Tom Brady is their quarterback. 
Absolutely. And they are all in. You know, Jared in the last segment was talking to us about how the Colts are playing in a win now way. You know, they are certainly getting everything possible for Tom Brady and what may only be a one or two year stretch with him. But instead, they go defense as well. The pick is in for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and it is Antoine Winfield. Junior, So a safety run is happening right here, Ariel. Antoine Winfield, the safety out of Minnesota. Great story. Many NFL fans know his father, Antoine Winfield. He was a former Viking. Why Antoine Winfield Jr. is there in Minnesota. Another safety off the board. All right, so, Dane, I got to cut you off there. We've got to go to break, but we will oh. be back on the Sports Grid draft special right after this. Fair enough. We good? Sorry, Dan, he kept texting it. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Oh, no, no, it's all good. I wasn't looking at it because <laughs> I have the chat open, so it wasn't flashing in the box. Oh, uh, okay. I had a spiel. Yeah, he said, he said Dane throw it a break, so I was trying to wait for you. I see it. I now see it. Yeah. I just, I um, I knew I had. Do you see anything in program? Because I don't. Oh, I we're just, having We're having issues. We're going to have to restart Skype. Joe's working on it. That's why I had you throw it a break. Okay. to restart as well? Do Dane and I have to restart too? I'm working on that. Okay. Just relax, Joe's handling. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I didn't see that. Um, the throw to break because I just knew I had um, like he's one of the players I actually do have something. And we're back on Sports Grid. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulty, but right ahead with the draft. And I'll update you on the last couple of picks, uh, and we can uh, give our thoughts on these last couple of guys. So we were talking about Grant Delpit uh, when things went a little sideways for us, but Antoine Winfield Jr., safety out of Minnesota. So we have three safeties right off the board, uh, really uh, right from the start. No, four safeties, Dane. Xavier McKinney, Kyle Duggar, Grant Delpit, Antoine Winfield all off the board. The next pick is K.J. Hamler, the wide receiver out of Penn State. But four safeties in round two. We've been talking about how it's devalued in round one. Uh, but here we are. Teams obviously going after the safety fast and furious in the first half of the second round. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we it all depends on what – you know, what defensive coordinator wants them to do, you know, like the idea that Winfield is there with Todd Bowles, I think is very, very interesting. I like the idea of Grand Delpit as well. Um, so, yes, and you see these safeties now, they could be the answer to the mismatches at tight end and the different types of wide receivers we've been talking about later on. No surprise that once we get into the second round, these safeties, none of them go in round one, but there has been something of a run. I'm in trouble, though, with A.J. Hammer coming off the board. That means there's less options coming up. Ariel, I'll, I'll say one thing about Antoine Winfield. He's the guy that makes me feel the oldest in this draft because I think his father is my exact age. I watched his father get drafted, <laughs> play his whole career, retire, have a son who now is being drafted in the NFL. But shout out to Antoine Winfield Jr. for living in Minnesota his whole life. Well, and now I said he gets the to same thing Tampa. because working in local news, you get to see players go from the high school level to college. I'm starting to see that now with some of these college athletes um, embark on their next career. Yeah. Then you see it from your perspective, Mike. And I had it from my boss in North Carolina who said it too. Not only did he get to watch players go throughout the course of their career from high school to the pros, he now gets to watch these pros kids go yeah. to the pros. There'll be a day when you're when you're older than everybody in the NFL. And then it gets a little weird. Well, now that Adam Vinatieri is retired, uh, I, I no longer get to hang on to that. Or Our potentially boss Greg retired. will like this. I think it's crazy <laughs> I'm the same age as people on The Bachelor now. That seems a little weird. <laughs> so, all right. So Antoine Winfield and then the next pick, K.J. Hamler uh, out of Penn State. Another Nittany Lion for you. 
Yeah, and interesting that Denver takes two wide receivers with Jerry Judy going first and KJ Hamler going second. I think it shows how much Denver's trying to really surround their offense with some skills players. Their offense had the fifth fewest total yards per game last year, 298.6. They had the fifth fewest passing yards per game, 194.7. I think that when you're able to put some key pieces around your what I guess they think is their future quarterback in Drew Locke, then I guess go to wide receivers. Dane, I just don't see how this is fitting into a receiving core with who's already as Cortland Sutton and you have a Penn Stater on the team already. Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun Hamilton, where you at? And this is similar. This reminds me on some level of what we talked about last night with Dallas, right? How they already had a wide receiver room, Mm -hmm. augment that as a strength. Then we were wondering what the role for Michael Gallup would be here. And, And then, Mike, one of the things you said was, hey, now all eyes are pointing at you. Dak Prescott. Here in Denver, they're giving Drew Locke everything he can possibly need to be explosive, going not once, but doubling down on the wide receiver position. So I don't know where that leaves Deshaun Hamilton, but it certainly leaves Drew Locke without any excuses. And they didn't really have any depth at the position. They traded, obviously, Emmanuel Sanders in the middle of the year last year. We saw a nice breakout from Cortland Sutton. Judy, obviously, will be thrust right into the starting lineup uh, whenever he's healthy. Uh, and now Deshaun Hamilton, I think it probably spells not such a good thing for him, right? But if they roll out, Sutton, Judy, Hamler, Hamilton, that's pretty good depth. But uh, Deshaun Hamilton didn't get drafted a couple of years ago to be a backup. They wanted him to be thrust into the starting uh, lineup. But but here we are. I, I, I do kind of like the pick. Look, surround your young guys with as many of these weapons as possible. There's teams that we get frustrated that don't do it. Your team, Dane, has really yet to do it for Sam Darnold in totality. We'll see what they will picks. But uh, nonetheless, uh, KJ Hamler goes here. He, he's the guy that you were sort of hoping for with the Jets, right? Um, he's one of the guys that I liked. To be quite honest, there is still Denzel Mims out of Baylor, who is still on the board, and the guy that Cam is letting the cat out of the bag, uh, Claypool. But it sounds like, unfortunately, it doesn't look like necessarily the Jets no. will take no. this. Jets, so let me, quick update here. Atlanta takes Marlon Davis in defensive end out of Auburn, and then the Jets trade out of this pick uh, with the Seattle Seahawks, who apparently are destined to take the least picks imaginable in every draft. Uh, They've obviously given up assets to do this, but, Dane, you and I actually talked about this a little bit. Um, You know, only 30 seconds here. Why don't we talk about it on the other side? But the fact that the Jets didn't have a ton of picks tonight might have made them a little bit less flexible. Maybe with some of these guys that they like dropping, it puts them in a position to still take their guy and acquire more players as they continue to turn over this roster. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about it on the other side of the break, but sure. the wide receiver supply and demand headline continues for me. Yeah, we'll be right back after this on the Sports Grid Draft Special. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh 
refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. at all, but they move up to get uh, Darrell Taylor uh, out of Tennessee, uh, defensive end. So they, they felt like, uh, I mean, maybe this is a Jadavian Clowney replacement, but exactly. at 6'4", yep. 267, uh, an SEC player. So they get Terrell. In fact, uh, Scott, you talked a little bit about this, I think, last night, how they love to get these uh, defensive linemen. Pete Carroll stocks these guys up. So they go there, and the Jets get 59-101 and 101 for this pick. So moving on, you can comment on that. And also, what are the Steelers going to do here, buddy? It's our first pick, the pick right here. 17th pick of the second round. Yeah, I think that, uh, frankly, uh, the, the move Seattle made was because they still haven't cut a deal with uh, Clowney. Uh, he think million. They think he's worth somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 and a half, 16 million tops. It's a huge gap. So they went out and, uh, you know, made a move. They're not going to wait around uh, and play games with him. I think his value is all in his head. I think the Steelers uh, should go uh, defensive tackle here. I'm going either with the kid out of or the kid out of Missouri. So, um, you know, the kid Elliott at Missouri was a tough uh, football player. I think the Steelers need help uh, up on the uh, interior on the defensive side of the football. I can see him going corner. Yeah. Uh, Jason Matabike out of Texas A&M, uh, the guy you're referring to, Jordan Elliott out of Missouri. Possibilities here. Um, any other possibilities? Any other position you feel like they might throw curveball? Jalen Hurts pinned to the Steelers feels a little you were early. Going at. I thought you were going to leave it open ended for Scotty. I saw the <laughs> Jalen Hurts question coming. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm not feeling it. I guess it could happen. Anything's possible, but uh, you know, I think they actually still believe in uh, Mason Rudolph, and I don't think they're really worried about their quarterback position. To be honest with you, I think they're excited to get. Roethlisberger back. I think they believe he's got at least two, you know, full quality seasons left in his arm. He's a tough guy. The guy's taken a million shots, but he's a great football player. He's won two Super Bowls. I think they believe that Rudolph uh, should never have been a starter uh, that early in his career. They threw him into the Wolves. I think he'd be uh, much better served to stay behind Roethlisberger again for a year, not have to be forced to play. But I don't think that's the position they need help in. More at receiver, people are saying they need a receiver. They don't need a receiver. They drafted receivers last year. Uh, and I think they have a great defense, to be honest with you. Uh, but, I, you know, you can always use tackles on the defensive side of the football. And frankly, uh, if I'm going to do anything on the defensive side of the ball, for me, it would be uh, at cornerback. And I would take Jalen Johnson out of Utah. That's a Doug Hendrickson client at Wasserman Group. I think the kid's a hell of a football player. I think he'd be great. I think their secondary has been average at best. Although... I have said I love uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. I think he's a baller flat out. Put a young kid with him to learn. He's only 26. If they strengthen out that secondary with youth and speed and hitting, I think that that could be the best defense in the NFL. It already is one of the top five. And defensive tackle, defensive tackle. I'll, I'll just note, Dane, before you go, uh, they lost Javon Hargrave, who was a good nose tackle for them, uh, sort of a mid-round pick a few years ago. He moved on to Philly for big money. Go ahead, Dane. 
Yeah, one thing I was going to ask, when I had two Steelers fans on the line right now, you know, you'd think Big Ben still has something left in the tank. you got to keep him upright. Guard Ramon Foster retired in the offseason. What about the idea of an interior offensive lineman? One of the things you said earlier, Scotty, is you will never fault the team from going offensive line. Would you apply that to your own team right here on the interior? Uh, listen, I've said this 15 times on the show. I'd take Cleveland right now from uh, Boise State. He is. He, as well. He's the best player on the, on the board right now for, for that job description. I will never argue with doing that. Uh, but they take Chase, Chase Claypool is the guy they end up taking. And I have no idea what's going on there. But uh, he's a wide receiver from Notre Dame. I don't think they needed a wide receiver. I'll tell you what. I like way better than what the Steelers did. I think the Colts with Pittman and getting uh, Jonathan Taylor is unbelievable. And I think, uh, you know, frankly, when I saw Komet go to the Bears, that guy is homegrown from Barrington, Illinois, right outside the north side of Chicago. And let me tell you something about that kid. He is 6'6", 260 pounds of man. And believe me you, when that guy pops off the line under Underneath, in the red zone, from the 10-yard line in, he is unmissable. The guy makes catches, and he's just physical, and he you know, bounces off defenders. They can't hang with him. He's such a giant on the football field. I love his size. In fact, I think the tight end, Komet, is better than the pick that the Steelers made. All right, so let me say this, uh, Scott. Uh, I'll say it before you go. Um, I think this is a sign that they don't believe in James Washington. They like Deontay Johnson. Juju is still the man there. Chase Claypool gives him uh, three guys moving forward. I think this is more about James Washington than anything else here. I'm with you. I would have gone defensive tackle or offensive uh, interior offensive line or even uh, at a tackle here. But I'll take Chase, Chase Claypool, man. I, I can't be worried. I can't be worried about weapons like that. I would rather draft Les Claypool. You like that one? You remember the musician Les Claypool? That's all I have to say. He's a better player. All right. All right. Shake it up, Scotty. We'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> I love him. What up, Cam? Shake it I'm not saying this because he's a Canadian from British Columbia. The guy's a monster. Did you not watch that bowl game versus Iowa State? This guy is unguardable. He Damn, is, is going to be awesome. I, I love Pharrell. I know he's all things Pittsburgh. Blew it. You're going to be so happy with this guy. I like it. You. He's ready, willing, and able. And he is a match-up nightmare in the he's red Canadian. zone. Have you seen that frame? I don't he's care Canadian. if he's Canadian. He's from BC. I'm from Ontario. It doesn't really matter. Hey, Canucks, we, we like to stick together. But I couldn't care less if he was from Bulgaria. He's a great <laughs> player. He is fantastic. And he also peaked at the end of his career. He got better, guys. I'm telling you, Dane, I really wish he went went to the Jets. I'm not a Steeler fan like Blewett. Uh, I, I, I'm like, oh, my God, the Steelers got Claypool. is a nightmare for me. I, I don't, You know I don't like Pittsburgh. But, Listen, hey, yeah. and my, my, my boy finally went. Hey, Jalen Johnson, I thought you might be drafted day one. But now the Bears get him. That is a steal. I can't believe this guy's the 50th pick. We yeah, have him in March 25, 26. I blame you on Claypool, Cam. You talked about it earlier. The Pittsburgh Steelers were obviously listening. This is a guy who yep. leads, Notre, you know, leads Notre Dame 13 touchdowns yeah. last year, averaging over 15 yards a catch. I thought it would have been perfect for the Jets. The Jets had the opportunity and traded back. Clearly, they, like someone else, or like Mike said, are accumulating assets. But talk to us about this pick out of Chicago. Jalen, Jalen Johnson is the pick there in the secondary. Jalen Johnson is a very good pick. I'm surprised he slipped this late, guys. That Utah Utes defense was absolutely fantastic. And part of the reason he did slip, I will say, the game versus Oregon down the stretch and versus Washington, the Utah was one of those teams. They were really, really good and kind of faded. Uh, I expected them. They should have won the, the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. Johnson got burned a couple times. But let's remember, too, that game – Herbert was playing not his best performance. I think he saved his best for last and moved up to six because of the Rose Bowl game versus the Wisconsin Badgers, where he took them on a game-winning drive there. So, But I will say, I, I love Johnson. I think it's a, it's a no-brainer right now. I think the Bears did very, very well. Cole Komet, they, they haven't had a tight end since Miller. It's been a long time. Remember when he got hurt, that horrible injury? Uh. They need somebody to help Trubisky out. They Trubisky had eight tight ends on the roster about a month ago. 
They had to start drinking a screwdriver. I can really go for one. I'll tell you, man. No, I, I think the Bears did did good good work here, guys. And uh, oh, beer. Yeah, it's us, man. It looks like an IPA. I I got one in my freezer. I think I'm gonna crack one too. Uh, and and representing my boy Chase Claypool, I have a nice Canadian brew, steam whistle. Guys, I'm with the Chase Claypool thing. Yeah. Oh. Right. I'm going to try and land the plane with you, and I want you to comment on your team, the Seattle Seahawks, Daryl Taylor, our defensive end out of Tennessee. That, that's a clowny replacement, we assume. I'm going to tell you something, what Seattle's doing. They're doing everything. Pete Carroll's just going for speed. If you yep. take a look, take a look at the picks, they're all guys who just can tackle and they're fast. He doesn't care. It's about speed on defense. The Seattle Seahawks defense was absolutely ravaged last year, and now they're picking up guys. These are not popular picks. But you know what, guys, oh, Seattle gets a, a grade D minus F. Like, these guys are not popular picks. But you have to understand, Mike, and you know this, Dane, Ariel, and my boy Kevin Walsh in the old uh, hickory room there. Seattle the and Pete Carroll, he does his own thing. He yep. wants speed. When everyone said, don't take DK Metcalf, no, nah, I, I think I got it, guys. And you know that, Mike. They, they need speed yeah. because that secondary has been ravaged and their defense has been really beat down the last couple of years. They're and by the way, you look at the wide receivers in that division and the, the offenses in that division, they have to chase people down. That's just the, the, the long and the short of it. Arizona is going to have an explosive exactly. offense soon. The Rams have been playing explosive football and the Niners uh, nearly won the Super Bowl. So, Cam, good Bad stuff. Game, and by the way, if, you, did, the if you just watch this segment with Cam Stewart and you don't think that he's the best Zoom happy hour guest of all time, then you're nuts. He just proved it in these oh, last five if minutes. If Sussman's having a beer, I think I'm going to crack one, too. I'm sure it's he will. It's on Friday, baby. It's happy hour somewhere. Have a good one, guys. I'll talk good to you stuff. later on. Thanks, Hey, Ken. Walsh, looking good, buddy. Love your games room. <laughs> God, I love so, the basement. So, so all right. Uh, Kevin Walsh, uh, I'm going to make you comment on the Dallas Cowboys when this pick uh, gets announced, but you are also a Notre Dame fan. My yes. team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, just landed your boy, Chase Claypool. Tell me about him. So this is the funny thing where actually, like as much as I could talk Claypool up to you, it's completely the other way around. Like I'm now thankful that you took a Notre Dame wide receiver because he's now guaranteed to be a pro bowler. This is what the Steelers do. It right. could have been Denzel Mims. It didn't matter. They took Claypool. I now feel like I should say thank you. You just tell me how they do it every single time. That's Look, really the question. The James I, Washington amazing. thing looked like things were turning south, but then they picked Deontay Johnson out of the MAC, and he was great last year as a rookie yeah. with no quarterback play. Claypool at 6'4", 238, gives them a different look at wide receiver, though, mm -hmm. than they've had in some time. Antonio Brown is obviously was not uh, sizable at all. Emmanuel Sanders, going back to Mike Wallace, uh, currently with Juju Smith-Schuster. They don't have a wide receiver or haven't had a wide receiver with this amount of size in a really long time so a big target for ben uh in the latter stage of his his career and whomever the next guy might be so they obviously really liked him to take him with their their first pick so uh let's uh let's pass it around a little bit dane maybe focus on the cowboys um to be honest what one thing i want to say because we only lightly went over it was the seattle pick of daryl taylor this is a legit pass rusher out of tennessee and not just like a side speed guy okay this guy has varied pass rushing moves all right he has actual moves to go to and that's something that some of these you know raw edge rushers don't necessarily have and then we've been talking about the point on Jadavion Clowney the Seattle Seahawks have done this in a number of ways going quantity over quality potentially at the pass rusher position okay they draft Daryl Taylor they brought back Bruce Irvin in the offseason they also in a little reported move brought in Benson Mayoya from the Raiders this is a guy who got eight sacks last year also they now have three edge rushers there in something of a signal to Clowney that he may need to sign elsewhere I think that Taylor move is a very interesting one as well Ariel okay I thought we were letting Kevin respond to it Sorry. the Dallas yeah. Cowboys pick is <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys pick is coming up here and after they went wide receiver with CD Lamb which I think a lot of the average player uh, the uh, the average fans are excited about they love skilled players and positional mm -hmm. players however Going to the defensive side of the ball, I think linebackers pretty set for the Dallas Cowboys. They have Jalen Smith. They have Leighton Vandrish. Where can you see on the defensive side of the ball for the Dallas Cowboys to be what they need right now? Yeah, it's got to be defense. And I would think uh, 
corner or edge rusher. There's still talent at both of those positions uh, on the board right now. And, you know, the CD Lamb thing maybe divides opinion a little bit. It, it comes down to how you want your team to draft. If you want them to take the best player available, regardless of need, it's what Dallas did. CD Lamb was definitely the most talented player on the board at 17. If you wanted to address a need, it's complete opposite of what that football team did. They were second last year in DVOA, and they added a wide receiver. They missed the playoffs last year in a division that was not good. So and that's why I think a divided opinion. So uh, you can comment on who they got now because it is Trevon Diggs, Stefan's little brother. Uh, obviously, championship pedigree here for Trevon Diggs. Uh, it seemed like a place they had to go. Defensive backs are flying off the board here, Kevin. So your thoughts about him? Yeah, it's it's a move in the the right direction for this team. They need more cornerback talent. Uh, he's a guy that is really going to uh, excel in zone coverage, cover two, cover three, uh, and be physical at the line. I personally think Christian Fulton out of LSU is a better corner who is uh, still on the board, and but but he's kind of having a fall right now. So maybe there's something that we're missing when it comes to Fulton. All in all, it's a position of need. He's a talented player, and they needed uh, more pieces on the defensive side of the football, especially after losing uh, Byron Jones like they did this offseason. Yeah, Kevin, you talk about them losing Byron Jones in the offseason already. But the most important question I have for you when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys is what do you think of Jerry Jones's yacht? Uh, it's amazing. I mean, he, again, he's just been flexing this whole How process. Socially distanced while being on that yacht. Yeah, you got to think he probably could have. He probably could have had the whole staff there. And instead of inviting them, he went the other direction and said, don't call me. I'm on a yacht and I'm drafting talent. I'm busy. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wild dude. Yeah. I, get I love it. And on Dallas, you know, they did make noise going with uh, the wide receiver last yeah. night again, just to get your thoughts on that, because now we see Denver also stocking up on weapons, almost putting the pressure on the quarterback. Now you have everything you possibly need to be dynamic. What do you think about um, them loading up on wide receiver as it relates to Dak and his future with the Dallas Cowboys? I mean, it's a little hilarious. So Dak Prescott's going to go out there again, put up incredible numbers by season's end Cowboys fans will be frustrated that their season wasn't good enough and <laughs> Dak though will still statistically be able to command the richest quarterback contract in history as Jerry keeps on giving him more talent and they still don't know what to do my, my dad's a Cowboys fan he's sitting here assuming Jerry Jones is going to take uh, Jalen Hurts at some point in this draft if the opportunity comes and it wouldn't shock me because again Jerry's wild yeah, good stuff. So thanks, Kevin. We're going to oh, take you here to break. But uh, again, His good Eagles information there. Up. Yeah, Eagles are coming up here in a couple of picks. Yeah. What do you think? So we got like 15 seconds. What do you think of the Eagles? Christian next? Fulton. It would be an A++ pick. I need to yeah. see it. Yeah, they have a million defensive backs on that roster right now. They signed five guys, and four of them they have to cut. And they'll probably add another one. So thanks. We'll talk to you again soon. At the Kevin Walsh on Twitter. Dane, Ariel, and Mike back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
at JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes. And Stafford and Mutual Weave for him. Style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Rid, uh, Dean, Ariel, and Mike here. And thanks for watching the Sports Grid Draft special again, sportsgrid.com, streaming live on all your uh, major platforms. So Gabe Marenzi here with us at Sports Rage, back just in time for his Bills to pick. Uh, Cam Akers was the pick that happened while we were at break. Cam Akers, Florida State running back 5'10, 217. Um, he got a lot of good draft buzz uh, as we got uh, as we rolled up to the draft nights uh, these last couple of nights. So position rank, you know, people had him going about the fifth or sixth running back. J.K. Dobbins is still out there. So uh, Cam Akers, yet another running back off the board, the third one tonight. So uh, we got Philly on the clock. They made their pick. But Gabe, uh, Buffalo's up next. What do you think? You know, the Buffalo Bills are in a pretty good uh, situation. They traded their first round pick, obviously. Uh, the Bills are uh, in it to win it uh, right now for a franchise that's uh, it's been so long since they've they've won a home playoff game. And quite frankly, I think Stephon Diggs is better than any of these wide receivers, or at least he can help them right now more than any of those wide receivers could have. And they still have an opportunity to to fill a lot of needs that they have right now. As far as J.K. Dobbins is concerned, I'm really surprised. Now, number one, I'm surprised that I finally win a prop bet. I had uh, Dobbins over 44 and a half, so we can finally cash that. But Very nice. I like him better than uh, than Akers. You were talking about a kid that rushed for over 2,000 yards in the Big Ten against elite competition. Um, yet for one reason or another, uh, general managers not blown away uh, by him. I think you know, as far as the Bills getting a running back, I think I think some competition from Singletary uh, for Singletary would be good. But at the same point in time, I think they're going to go offensive line or they go defense. And there's a couple of studs still on the board right now, man. Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. This kid can bring it. Um, you know, he, you know, this, this kid can bring it. There's some players uh, on the board left uh, that can play football. And I, you know, but I think they need to protect uh, Josh Allen. I think that's probably where ultimately they're going to go. Gabe, I'm going to turn the conversation right back to you and change it up in a big way because this is one of the bigger picks that's come off the board. Unfortunately, you and I differed here. I win this one, but Jalen Hurts goes off the board. Quarterback from Oklahoma to the Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Uh, so the Philadelphia Eagles have a backup uh, for Carson Wentz down, not the 40-year-old Josh McCown anymore. So uh, those of us that had Jalen Hurts going under 62 and a half uh, win that one. But what do you think about Hurts backing up Carson Wentz? He has been injured, but different style of player here. Uh, I say, uh, uh, only because I, I really didn't think that Jalen Hurts would get drafted uh, this high. Jalen Hurts is a good football player, yet he's very raw. I, I don't really see him. You know, he's very raw, and he's a long ways away from being a National Football League starting quarterback. He doesn't anticipate things very well. He doesn't throw into spots. He throws to, to the open receiver. Uh, but as far as a hybrid player is concerned, you look at what Taysom Hill brings to the table. You can get this kid on the field. He's strong as hell. He's fast. He's a real competitor. 
you know, he's a good kid. I like him a lot. I just think he's he's gotten drafted a little bit too high. Like, if you're looking for a, for a quarterback, yeah, I understand it, though. I understand uh, why people are enamored uh, with him. But, hey, I lose. And I just think if you're the Philadelphia Eagles, you had other needs that you could have addressed besides Jalen Hurts right now. But Walsh is the Eagles guy. Gabe, let me ask you also here about Jalen Hurts um, now with the Philadelphia Eagles. Many times uh, teams want to have their backup quarterback be a similar style as their starting quarterback so that you can kind of run the same scheme. Do you think that fits here now with Hurts backing up Carson Wentz? The, you know, I thought love backing up Aaron Rodgers, at least at the same style quarterback. What do you think here about Hurts coming into Philadelphia backing up Wentz? You know, it's a, it's a good question, uh, Dane. I, you know what? They're very, very similar. Uh, you know, Carson Wentz is a bigger guy. Uh, but what was Carson Wentz? Uh, what was Carson, the knock on Carson Wentz uh, earlier in his career? And still now. Dude, stop taking these chances. Stop taking off. Yeah. Stop trying to extend the play. Now, Carson Wentz extends plays, and it's been successful for him. And sometimes he extends plays, and it ends up in an interception. Or he gets injured. There's been a couple of times that Carson Wentz has taken unnecessary hits. That's sort of the story. That's the story of Jalen Hurts. You know, if there's one football player uh, that I do know a lot about, it is uh, Jalen Hurts. And he has a tendency to take off too quickly. He relies on his speed and his strength. He He's willing to take on linebackers, which you can get away with uh, when you're playing in a Big 12. You don't get away with that when you're playing in the NFC East. He also turns the ball over a lot. He's careless with the football. I like Jalen Hurts as an athlete. And I hate, I'm never one of these guys that says, you know, this is a guy that shouldn't be a quarterback, but he should be in the National Football League. Jalen Hurts can contribute to, to a football team in a lot of ways, but there won't be any competition. It's not as if when he shows up to camp, they're going to go, oh, geez, man, this kid's really good. He's pushing Carson. You're not going to hear that. You know, Jalen Hurts, I, I doubt whether he's going to be able to pick up NFL schemes and a complicated scheme uh, like Peterson runs. He's very raw and athletic and sort of reactionary. Um, so I'm surprised he was taking this high. I, I truthfully am. Gabe, yeah, before we get to the Bills, who their pick is in right now, I, Jalen Hurts, in regards to line movement, has moved tremendously. He was favored at one point to go in the fourth round. Today he was at minus 235 yeah. to go in the second round on top of his draft position, which was in the 60s at one point, moved down to 48 and a half. Why did we see that transgression of Jalen Hurts go from being a fourth round pick to now a second round pick? Well, that's a very good question, uh, Errol, and I'll give you a very good answer uh, because I told everybody there was no way in hell he's going in the first two rounds. And uh, basically the most heavily bet draft in uh, in uh, in history of the draft, people faded me. They faded me and Cam, I believe. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm floored. I can't believe I've got to be on when I lose one of my bigger bets of the draft. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're right, Errol. It was basically FanDuel had the prop up, if you remember. It was third and fourth round. It was like plus 100, you know, plus 130, third round, and then subsequently even the fourth round. His number opened up in the 72, 73 and a half range. Yep. It floated in the 62 and a half range, came into tonight at 55 and a half. And, um, it closed you know, at 48 and a half, I'm pretty sure. That's unbelievable. Down to 48 yep. and a half. And I'll tell you what, this is the power of Mel Kuyper. And, you know, all. You know, I'm right so often. I'm willing to to admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> but, hey, these mock guys nailed it. And Mel Kuyper sort of set the table for this, actually. Uh, when it comes to setting odds for the draft, the odds makers, they don't have a special computer aerial. And, guys, they don't have an algorithm. They sort of rely on, on word on the street, reports, mock drafts. And and Mel Kuyper moved the number. Mel Kuyper had uh, – uh, Mel Kuyper had – uh, Hurts potentially going to uh, to Mike Blewett's and Pharrell's Pittsburgh Steelers, right, at 49. Yep. That's and where I, I thought, thought he'd end up. Yeah, and you know what, Earl? He was a great fit, I thought, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I thought he was a great fit for the Dallas Cowboys. He's a great fit for any team. I'm just sour that uh, he was a great fit this early in the draft. <laughs> hey, Gabe, uh, real real quick, uh, A.J. Epinesa is the pick for the Bills. Oh, uh, oh So yeah. yet another defensive lineman. Uh, 6'5", 275 out of Iowa. Yeah. He was thought that to potentially even be a first-round pick, so you got to be happy with that one. Oh, you know what? I actually am happy uh, with this pick. I was looking at what uh, they were going to be able to do in this spot, and, you know, the Buffalo Bills, as good as they are on defense, you see the San Francisco 49ers are good on defense so they because they're loaded uh, on defense. And the Bills did have to. You win and lose games in the trenches, man. We've been talking about this uh, throughout the uh, the draft. 
And the Bills, Sean McDermott, he likes physical, mean uh, football players. Espinosa, he, Espinosa, he fell. Um, he didn't have a great combine. Ooh, boo-hoo. Uh, this is a guy that can wreak havoc. I like these tough uh, Big Ten football players. McDermott was a, a high school wrestling champion, press high, uh, prep school, high school wrestling uh, champion. If you look at the theme of the Buffalo Bill players, they're all tough. They're all tough. Like, that's, you know, you mean you, he wants tough. You know, he's not looking for, um, you know, he's not looking for convicts, so to speak. But he wants, like, a, a mean kid that wants to, like, knock you over and win that, win the one-on-one -on -one battle. And that's what uh, we get here. I have no problem with the pick. Brandon Bean and the Bills, they deserve, they deserve the benefit of the doubt. You've seen they've been patient. It's taken a little while to put the program together. Uh, but I like the pick. Uh, shore up this defensive uh, line. They've lost some players over the years. They've aged. I don't have a problem with this pick at all. Yet another pick uh, in the sort of in the image of the head coach and the GM. So Gabe, good stuff. We'll talk to you about again a little bit later uh, tonight. So thanks for that. And we're going to bring in Craig Mish. Uh, Craig Mish talking about the uh, Miami Dolphins. So uh, Craig, obviously a lot. We had a lot of action with you last night uh, regarding the Dolphins, and we're bringing uh, you in to see if you can preview anything. You nailed it last night. Noah Igben Igbenagini was the final pick of their uh, first round. Uh, whirlwind but uh, anything that they're looking at tonight that you can tell us about yeah well um you know right now it looks like um you know dobbins was their pick uh but now with the ravens taking him at this point i'm waiting mike to see what they're gonna have to do because i think they're gonna have to pivot it could be cam Akers, it could be somebody else but um you know we'll all wait and see you know grabbing the running back is um is you know something that I think that they went into this thing thinking that they were going to be able to have a pretty clear path, but you know right now they're looking at probably getting the last of the what I would say the tier one running backs that are available if they decide to go with Acres. Yeah, so uh, we got again the last three picks. Cam Acres from Florida State went to the Rams. Jalen Hurts, the quarterback from Oklahoma, goes to the Eagles. AJ Epinesa, a defensive end from Iowa, goes to the Bills and the Ravens. Uh, in here now, uh, I believe Dane is back with us. Dane Martinez, there you go. Uh, so we got Dane here. Uh, go ahead, over to you, Dane. Sure, I think the Buffalo Bills pick here is very interesting to me, okay? I thought that one of the things Buffalo wanted to do in this draft is get more dynamic on offense. They have a quality defense. They've already brought in Josh Norman. They brought in Mario Addison as a pass rusher to pair with Jerry Hughes. Now, I understand you always get younger a year earlier instead of a year later, but they did bring in Addison. They do have Hughes. They have a top-tier defense, and they need weapons to help the ascending quarterback, Josh Allen. I thought the running back or Dobbins could have been a great pick here. Instead, they go from a position of strength and add Epinesa to an already interesting defense. Craig, I got to ask you about the Dolphins here. With their pick coming up at 56, Miami's defense gave up the most points per game last year. They go offense the first two picks, cornerback the second pick. If Miami had to fill a void on defense again, where are they going and with who? Yeah, I mean, it would have to be someone in the defensive backfield. And certainly at this point, Ariel, your guess is as good as mine in terms of the names. <laughs> um, but I'm, I've got my phone sitting right here waiting to see who uh, who that will end up being. But, you know, I, I think that they went in with a plan. And at this point, the plan for sure was to end up with a running back. And so, um, you know, there's got to be a little bit of disappointment. But certainly, as we've seen, and, and they kind of had to know this, that going in that, I mean, you know, I, I thought passing up on Swift with that last pick was probably a mistake, but they just felt like they needed more depth in the defensive backfield. And I guess that may speak to what how they feel about Xavier Howard at this point, Ariel. I'm not really sure how they feel about him going into A couple other names that I would throw out there, that those defensive tackles, Justin Matabike and Jordan Elliott, are still out there for Miami to take as far as additional uh, defensive backs. Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois is a name that we heard a lot uh, through this process. So, uh, again, uh, we'll keep checking in uh, with Craig on uh, everything related to the Miami Dolphins and uh, the Ravens pick. Uh, not officially announced, but as he stated, it looks like it's, it's Dobbins here. So, uh, Craig, we're going to stick wow. with you, though. We're going to keep uh, asking you. Keep asking you some <laughs> Ariel, you sure. got a wow for us. Yeah. I'm going to let you announce the wow. I'm, like, you know. I'm salivating. All right, it hasn't really popped up officially yet. However, with J.K. Dobbins seemingly going to the Baltimore Ravens, which, okay, it is official now. Yep. 
I'm I'm salivating. I just hope that the Ravens find someone on the offensive line to help replace Marshall Yonda, who retired this offseason. Everything's going to come down to offensive line. I thought maybe the Ravens would go for some type of wide receiver. However, having another pass catching back out of the backfield is going to be so helpful for this Ravens team. They just needed another reliable set of hands, and I think that that's what you're going to get out of Dobbins. Marquise Brown, he wasn't that reliable. He's the speedster, but his hands weren't overly reliable. Mark Ingram's Boykin getting last year too, though. Boykin? Yeah. At they tight drafted... end? No, Miles Boykin and Marquise Brown. They drafted both of those guys last year at receiver. They have Andrews. I think you bring Dobbins in there. That's okay. I'm not suggesting they don't need depth at wide receiver, but I think you can let Miles Boykin develop as a second option to uh, Marquise. Yeah, but if you're looking at the names of last year and who did what, it was really Mark Andrews, who was the yeah. solid go-to receiver. They needed another set of hands that was reliable, and that's why I'm happy with this pick because you do have Dobbins, who sets another. He's another element to this offense. You got Lamar Jackson who could run with the ball. You have Mark Ingram who's getting up there in age, having someone to rely on to be a future running back who helps Lamar Jackson. Where are these defensive backs going to look? Everyone's going to be caught off guard on this Ravens offense. I love it. See? But we can do that because it looks like the Miami Dolphins are up and we have our guy Craig Mish in and he's got a little bit of insight. Craig, what do you think the Dolphins are doing here? Yeah, it looks it looks like Raquan Davis is going to be their pick from what I'm getting here. So um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but defensive lineman, this is one of the another position that they had to address. And honestly, with the Dolphins, we could say that about every position, with the exception, I think, of quarterback at this point. Well, I think that's important to mention about Miami is that they did give up. The, they had the least amount, I'm sorry, of sacks in the league last year at 23. Really important to get some more pressure up front. Yeah, and I think that they'll do that. And then, um, you know, when I come back for their 76th pick, I don't know what time <laughs> that'll be, guys, but whenever that ends up happening, uh, I, I would assume at that point that they've got to go running back. But, you know, the other position that they're going to look at, I think, in this draft, too, guys, is tight end. I wouldn't be shocked to see them go that. They weren't really thrilled with Gusecki last year. I know he came on later in the year as as he started to get a little bit more comfortable in the offense. But it wouldn't be surprising to me to see them take another pass-catching tight end. So as far as Raekwon Davis is concerned, it's their second Alabama player, their third SEC player. I think the one thing I would say is, again, that sort of pipeline from Flores to Belichick to Saban, uh, yet another Alabama player. But I would also say that I think we're starting to see a little bit of what we might have been concerned about a trend in this draft where some of the smaller school guys, uh, shout out to Kyle Duggar from Lamar Ryan, but some of the smaller school guys maybe getting pushed out of the picture and teams relying on uh, SEC pedigree players. Raquan Davis was ranked a little bit further back on this best available situation, uh, but Miami comfortable with him. He joins his old teammate, uh, Tua Tungavailoa. So uh, we'll have uh, more guests on the other side in hour number three, I guess. Uh, thanks, Greg, for all the information. We'll talk to all you right, again soon. You. Uh, Dane and Ariel and myself will be back on the grid after this. After this, if you want the edge, stay right here. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. 
At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes and stafford and mutual weave for him style and comfort for all even big and tall plus even more for the whole family like levi's and exertion here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.